Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let me tell a tale of a world where heroes walk among us. Fighting through the darkness Left by monsters and by selfish men A tale of glory rents us under sacrifice and battles lost Our heroes know not what awaits them and still Hello everyone, my name is Pixel and we are Ages of Ainur and welcome to the ninth episode of Ages of Ainur Presents The Region of Bedegar. We are back once again with our bevy of Bedegarian adventurers and we are super excited for this next episode. I will be your dungeon master this evening. Without further ado, when last we left our heroes, they, having slain the giants waiting at the other end of the portal, which Celebane the Druid created at the Standing Stones that transported our party from a hillside not too far from Castle Rend, all the way deep into the Elgenwode, made their way into the woods until they reached the Elgin Whites, strange creatures with roughly humanoid torsos and the bodies and antlers of elk, though their humanoid features were more bestial than one would expect on, say, a centaur. Uh, the Elgin Whites do not think and speak as humans do, and they pose the party a question. Uh, they, sorry, they pose their support conditional on the party solving a confusing riddle involving elements and a number with no specificity. After some deliberation and the uh, ineffectual casting of a few elemental spells, it was Perdita who reasoned that the answer was a few. As, once the elements of air, fire, earth, and water were placed in their proper order based on the clues, the first letters spelled out a few, which is, in point of fact, a number with no specificity. This answer pleased the Elgin Whites greatly, and they offered the heroes a boon. The Swamp Mother would join them as a unit. In combat, when the time comes, a massive, shambling mound will support their troops. Following this, Celebane and Shanty had a short and poignant discussion of their long past, and moves were made towards reconciliation of their misunderstanding, and our heroes made their way back to Castle Rend. 
Back at Castle Rend, Roz and Perdita shared another emotional moment discussing their shared ancestry in which Perdita asked Roz to help her in her role as heir of Percules by taking leadership of the Hisker's band of mercenaries to rebuild the glory of their lineage in her stead because Perdita planned to go with Edmund Bedegar if they were successful in placing the Bedegar line back onto the seat of the barony here. Perdita said that if she were to have taken on the leadership of the Hiskers as Roz had wanted, she would have made Roz into her right hand, but instead asked Roz to take leadership so that she could stay with the Bedegars, and the two cousins declared themselves sisters. Silas played a slick trick in attempting to help jumpstart Edda's interest in Twilight, the night elf rogue whom the party had freed in the Bedegar jail when they freed Zola Honeycutt at the beginning of the adventure, with whom Edda had seemed a bit smitten from afar, um, and he had asked Twilight to come to the castle, which, and she had asked Twilight to come to the castle with, with them when they rescued her, to which Twilight had responded that it was the first time anyone had really seemed to want her to be anywhere. Uh, and so, seeing no moves being made by either party, Lord Silas Blackhand, Count of Rent, attempted to play matchmaker by telling both Twilight and Enna that the other had asked to see them that night under the full moon. And it seems they both fell for it and planned to meet, but time will tell. Earlier in the day, however, less cheerful developments occurred. Corin Swiftblade, a spy for the Court of Rent and the employ of the clock, met with Silas in the stables of the castle to inform him that it had come to their intelligence apparatus's attention that Alice Weimark, a soldier in the character's growing army, was actually an agent for Lord Saxton's despotic regime. Corrin suggested that a swift and public execution would send a message to any other spies thinking of working against the character's interests and make a strong statement that the characters were opposed to Saxton's regime but did mention that it might, be, might also be possible to pass along false information to Saxton's regime. Sa Silas felt that a grisly public execution would be too much like what Lord Saxton would do, but resolved to consider the matter carefully and asked that Weimark be moved to support the head of the castle's rangers, Oren Orenson, a notoriously paranoid and difficult man who had spent most of his life in the wilderness near Territon after that town was sacked by orcs some 20 years ago. The years in the wilderness have made Oren nigh incomprehensible to the average person and thus made it highly unlikely that Weimark would be able to glean any important intelligence from him, while Silas and our hearers figure out how to handle her betrayal. But we resume our tale. Just after lunch that afternoon, Silent had planted the suggestion that both Anna and Twilight meet tonight under the full moon, each thinking the other asked for the meeting. And so we have all afternoon at our disposal here at Castle Rend as we take a brief interlude before jumping back into the adventure proper. So um, are there any scenes that we need to play out, folks? Um, does Anna need to like talk to anyone in the party or any NPCs or think about like, getting ready for the meeting tonight? Is there anything that Solomon is doing since Daniel wasn't at the last session? While this is all going on, uh, does the party want to discuss the spy situation? We sort of ended last time implying that we were like jumping right into the scene with Anna and Twilight, but uh, that meeting was kind of set up at lunch. So I sort of want to just give anyone opportunity if there's anything we need to do before that. So we're going to kind of like rewind and jump back in the early afternoon just after lunch. If there's anything you all need to do a long recap today, but it's been a while since we played. So I wanted to uh, make sure everyone knew what was going on. So, 800 words later, what would you like to do? Unless somebody else says something, I don't think Solomon would have anything at this particular moment. Yeah, I think um, Silas is going to uh, go back to his uh, daily duties, but he's going to uh, set Charlie up, um, you know, just in a 
uh, secret spot kind of behind a tree, kind of maybe above the garden in a clearing that two people might be going to later. And just, just to check on, make sure everything's okay. Oh, no. And Candido okay. would like to know if Anna is uh, doing any special preparation for the night that uh, Perdita might see her primping or anything like that. Shanty's curious too. Ah, ah. Roz is uh, gonna grab a quick snack and then hide in a bush. <laughs> uh, I, I do have the question though, um, because yeah, I think the way Perdita asked it was good, which is, I don't think, unless Silas went around telling people, it's kind of up to Anna as to whether or not anyone knows this is happening. So uh, I think, you know, Perdita asking if she notices anything in his behavior that might tip them off or does Anna tell anyone. Totally up to you. But I don't think that in terms of meta, I don't think the PCs necessarily are have any way to catch on unless, you know, there's sort of an alteration in your behavior or unless you tell them directly. So. Um, Enna doesn't tell anybody but Shanty. She will tell Shanty. So Enna's gonna actually go up to Shanty, and I wanna, I wanna, girl to girl. Okay, yeah. So, um, where would she find? She? So we're leaving lunch, and Enna uh, is, you know, thinking about this and decides to go confide in Shanty. Uh, where would she find you here at Castle Ren, Shanty? Um. Honestly, probably, probably not very far from the dining hall at this point. I'm probably just playing with Garks. Usually am playing okay. with Garks, I guess. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, uh, Anna sort of uh, makes your way into the dining hall proper. Uh, I think we discussed that, like, you and Silas were eating lunch actually out with the soldiers, maybe as a show of, like, sort of, uh, you know, solidarity with them to not set yourselves too far aloof. Uh, because that's where Twilight would have been eating lunch. Uh, and so you make your way back inside to find Shanty eating in the dining hall, uh, feeding some leftovers to Garks. Here you go, Garks. Thanks. Uh, Anna's <laughs> going to approach and she's just going to stare. <laughs> hey, buddy. Y you okay? Can I talk to you? Sure. What's what's going on? You seem upset about something. Mm, I'm not upset. I am just confused. Okay. What's uh? What's what's going on, friend? Want to want to pull up a seat? I'll pull up a not Gark's chair. <laughs> All right, and I sits. So it's come to my attention that somebody has asked me to meet them under the full moon. And I, f I feel excitement, but I don't understand it. Okay. I think Shanty's going to, she's probably going to make exactly the same face I just did. Uh, just <laughs> very excited, you know, just hands over trying to keep her cool. Just, Okay. Hmm. So, what do you mean you don't understand? How are you? How are you processing this right now? What do you What do you think you need help with? Do you need help with anything? Is there anything I can do? Mm, no, I just want to tell somebody, but I don't want everybody to know. 
Oh, understood. So I just, you just want some discretion, not want me to say anything. Yes. Also, what do I do? I think you're asking absolutely the wrong person. Um, but have you, have you felt this? Honestly, you all are the most people I've interacted with ever. Uh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. Um, I am, uh, I guess, processing the same emotions you are. I'm just so excited for you. Um, but well, I guess there was, I guess there was one person once and I can understand what it's like to feel excited and nervous at the same time. But how do you think you want to approach it? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Fair. The blind leading okay. the blind over here. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> All I've ever talked to is a mouse. So I don't know how do you approach this situation. What do I okay. say? Well, there's a lot of old songs about this. So maybe if nothing else, we can use them as a reference. But uh, to be honest with you, I mean, in terms of people in the party who might be better at this, like Pertita might be our girl, but I don't, but I don't she's know. She's a cat. Oh, it's, yeah. And we all know cats line. We all know cats don't have feelings. All they want to do is kill. Okay. Arrow pops his head out of the bag to 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 chime in. Don't make me do a perception check. (laughs) (laughs) What? It makes sense that Arrow would have certain feelings. (laughs) Although you guys have been nice to him. Uh, But this is is lizard brain stuff. This is deep seated. (laughs) Arrow, how do you feel about all of this? Well, um... Gosh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it works the same for rats, mice, whatever I am. Is he's is he a, it's out of he's characters. a mouse? He's, he's a, a mouse. mouse. I don't he's know if it works okay. the same for mice. I guess that's for mice, fair. It's yeah. all about the pheromones. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess that's fair. Things just I things just sort of happen. Too. In fact, I'm probably well, the first mouse in history that's ever had like enough brain to think about this. So. uh yeah, this is no. a real trip. That's super fair. Maybe we'll write a song about you one day, Arrow. Yeah, you can call well, it Straight I... as an Arrow. I actually super love that. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Titles are the hardest part. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I, I don't know. I guess you should ask yourself, don't feel pressured by like what other people are putting on to you, you know? Uh, uh, what do you want? Are you interested in this person? Do you like spending time with them? Or is like... I do. But what if they don't feel the same? What if... What if this is... What if... Hmm. This is a lot. Yeah, feelings are hard. I I remember when I didn't have feelings, just sort of instincts. That was way easier. Here, here, buddy. Here, here. (laughs) He just like daps you up. Little tiny tiny (laughs) mouse. Little tiniest dap. Tiniest dap. (laughs) He actually has to like lift his body up to dap you because that's that's how rat legs or mouse legs work. (laughs) 
So my hand's probably just like inside her bag at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That is a good point. But would you be comfortable just spending time with them, even as friends, if they don't feel the same? I mean, I guess you don't always have to go too deep into that, do you? You can just enjoy their company. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, which pain will hurt you more? The pain of rejection or the pain of knowing you never tried? I feel a little Mm. bad that Arrow's better at this. Don't worry about it. I have like a magic gem that makes me way smarter than I'm supposed to be. (laughs) You got a good point, buddy. Maybe this could, uh, maybe I could just learn more about them from, from this. Yeah. And maybe it's a really nice night. Yeah. And, and learn more about myself because I, because all I've known is my parents died from some accident. That's it. And my spells. I have a mouse that talks, but that's yeah. pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> Aww. Well, you know, anything new in life can be intimidating until you try it. But, like, the first step to being okay at something is probably being kind of bad at it. But even when you're not that great at things, learning can be fun. I've learned a lot of stuff recently. I learned how to grill cheese. You know how good cheese is you when it's can, warm? You have you any idea? Fucking game changer, man. Wow! He doesn't grill cheese. The tiniest sandwiches. What is, yeah, what is Arrow's wisdom score? <laughs> yeah, <I don't>, seriously. <laughs> um, I don't also, know. This is turning That's into stacks on stacks on stacks on stacks. Yeah. I just want to make <laughs> sure. Arrow. Well, we had to increase Arrow's intelligence. Mm-hmm. A lot. Okay. The th- his wisdom score is actually ten, so he is as wise as a normal person. His natural intelligence is two, but I think with the stone, it probably bumps up to like ten. So you know, Jesus. <laughs> Maybe I should give funny. him proficiency and in insight, though. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do I think that. Give him <laughs> arrows. I think he deserves expertise. Arrows, arrow has gained I proficiency mean, and insight. Seriously. It's a, it's at least gonna be eight to understand human language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I think he just needs a seat on the council, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and his philosopher king of Yeah, really. I don't have like a place I can put that information. I guess I can it's, it can be just Okay. Uh yeah. <laughs> Are you feeling a little bit better? No. Okay. Well that's that's valid. Wait, you play music, right? I do. Um, can you actually do me a favor? Of course. Can you be there tonight with your instruments? And can you just play like music in the background? Maybe that will make me less nervous. Absolutely, I can do that. Of course. Thank you. But don't look at me. Don't look at me when you do that. <laughs> I won't. I won't look at you. And Thank you. I'm <laughs> And I also, I'm going to go ahead and grant Anna inspiration just in case you need it today. Thank you. And I'll leave, I'll leave, um, arrow with you. Okay. That's fun. You know, I also feel like I need to change arrow's charisma score. I think it's honestly, I think his charisma score is like a 12 now. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Stack that shit up. Level up. I mean, it's supposed to be three, but you know. 
Anyway. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. You guys carry on. <laughs> yeah, good. So I think I was done if you were done. Mm, yeah, I think I think that's yeah. We're good. Okay. Yeah. So you uh meet up <laughs> with Shanti, have some surprising insights from uh Arrow, and of course the revelation that he now knows how to cook cheese. <laughs> and um and them. a request to Shanti <laughs> to provide some sort of uh ambient music <laughs> sort of atmosphere uh this evening. Um what other scenes do we need to do? Folks. I don't we have to get to this. I have to know. <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah, know. I, okay. yeah, I, I want to know what happens. <laughs> Tell the story, GM. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, GM. Okay, well, if nobody else has anything, I actually have a little bit of music that I personally composed that I think will go well here. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so the evening approaches and the moon rises uh what does enna do to get ready do you just go like in your normal clothes do you do anything different what what's the approach here is this like i'm gonna play it cool we're just hanging out i'm just gonna go normal or is this like a, i gotta make an impression um i think Anna's gonna try to play it as normal as she can <laughs> okay. she does give uh arrow a little hat Gives a Arrow a little hat. hat, a little top yeah. hat. That's the a best thing I've ever heard. Pit. 10 out of 10. <laughs> love that decision. And then she's going to say, she's going to say, she's going to be like, I got Arrow this little hat. Sorry I didn't get you anything. <laughs> I'm just so happy to see him in this little hat. I will be okay forever. Thank you. Okay. Please don't look at me. Nope. I'm, I'll be right over here looking this way. Thank you. Do you, should okay. I? Sorry, and go ahead. I, no, it's okay. If if you if you really don't want anyone else there, Taylor, that's totally fine. But can we try to make stealth checks? <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Um, yeah, I guess here's what we'll say. We'll set it. It's not a high DC because this is sort of outside of Taylor's normal routine. Anyone who would like to attempt to like stealth in here, please make a DC. I'm going to say like six perception check to start with. Is it nighttime? Um, it is evening. So, yeah, it's I mean, evening. yeah, it would be night. Yeah, because the moon is coming up. Yeah. So I'm a bat. Okay. Hell yeah. I use my cloak of the bat to be a bat, and I just... Now, so what are you saying? You're saying we get an idea that something is happening? Yeah, I'm saying... Um, and we try to see if we can stealth in, or are we trying to see if we know something is happening? So you're trying to do a perception check to see if you notice kind of what's going on. Uh, notice Anna kind of going to the woods. Well, I thought I did it, but it didn't. A skill okay. check, right? Yes, it's a skill check. 
Okay, that's only a five from Jesse uh, or five from Silas. Do you want to spend inspiration on that? No. Okay. Did I? Well, okay, wait, now. but you also <laughs> sent make make one uh, for your owl because you specifically sent your owl out to scout for this earlier. So, well, he set it up too, didn't he? He yeah, did, did. Yeah, you know this is happening, so you actually don't need to make a check. You know what's going on exactly. Well, Perdita got a 17. Okay. I think everybody passed the check, so anybody who wants to be aware of this can be. Well, I think Perdita saw them talking and then saw that the mouse is now sitting on uh, Shanti's shoulder, so she's curious. Does she see... Can, can I see if I see Roz sneaking out already before I... I want to know if I see what Roz is doing. Uh, so, uh, Roz is going, uh, uh, has suspected something and, um, and then it, uh, if there is an opportunity and a desire, Roz is going to have the Hiskers band with instruments lay in wait in case an orchestra is needed. Wow. Wild. Truly wild. But it's just the band from Aristocad, so it's like, everybody, everybody. Wait, no, I love that. Wait, no, I think that would make Anna less nervous. <laughs> yeah. It's on oh. deck. Okay. If right. requested. Noted. Okay, well, I think that I see that something is up, and I'm saying, Roz, what are you doing? We have to get out all of this shit music. We don't have much time. <laughs> We're not going to have music during the battle, are we? Yes. <laughs> the Hiskers band uses music to terrify our foes and to instill bravery in our siblings. Oh, well, I'm going to follow you then and see what happens. Is that all right? Quick, take this tambourine and follow me. All right. <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess then uh, everybody who's going to be there who is attempting to hide in the bushes, please make stealth checks. Um, we know that Shanty's going to be there, but Shanty, you're trying to hide from Twilight. Okay. Oh, so, that's a 29 stealth check from Roz. Do I have a? Okay, hang on. I'm oh. not sure if I actually have a stat box. For I am the forest, and the forest is me. I'm sorry. Oh. I thought I hit that button one time, not three. Oh, I'm absolutely <laughs> using my inspiration to roll again. Oh no, Daniel. I think I think Solomon's probably walking through completely oblivious to what's going on and like trips, balls, hits and punches, supplies, and tumbles. <laughs> oh no. Like, 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 like. And just oh, tumbles. Got the 28. Okay, so Nat one from Sullivan, who makes an absolute clatter as you guys are exiting the castle. Uh, and I think you're, the plan is to meet there. I don't think you're walking together. Uh, that's a 28 from Perdita. What was that? An 11 from Shanty. Okay, so uh, let's see. Twilight. 
gets a 12. So Twilight notices Solomon and Shanty. Uh, but not Roz or Perdita. What and I guess one is a bat. Um, I, no, I don't think anyone would notice a bat. Okay, I think cool. that's unless you really want to, but I I don't. Nah, see it. I'm a bat. Okay, uh, and and uh, you're <laughs> when you to make said any... that, you, sorry, when you said that, you like disappeared <laughs> like from the camera. Holy <laughs> 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 shit, he's actually a bat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild. Hey guys, uh, oh announcement from Agents of Honor: We've discovered real magic. <laughs> Whoa! Um, you heard it here first, folks. And uh, it's not just clever video editing; that is real. Uh, okay, and then uh, just for funsies, uh, Anna, you're welcome to make any perception checks you would like. You can oh, make yeah. them with disadvantage if you think you'd be too nervous to pay that much attention. But you don't have to. But it's like a character choice I'm offering. Uh, you said roll with disadvantage if she's like too nervous. Yeah, if you think that you would be not paying that much attention to the surroundings. Uh, you you know that might be something that would make sense, but you don't necessarily have to. I'm not like imposing that on you. But. No, I th I think she would be so nervous that any like snap of a twig, she'd be like, "What's that?" <laughs> Hyper aware. Okay. Yeah. Um. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, so yeah, you notice everyone except the two cats, stealthier than death, hidden in the trees. <laughs> um, and we'll let that 29 from Roz, that'll count for the whole Hiskers band. So you've just got a, an, a whole crew of, of cat-like musicians hidden out in the trees. This is a wild scene, guys. You got, um, you got like one with an accordion, like... Yeah, occasionally, yeah. One rogue fringe horn, just... Uh. Um, so, uh, Anna, yeah, you notice, uh, as does Twilight... Uh, and I think maybe you both noticed this as you enter the clearing. Uh, you notice, you know that Shanty was supposed to be there, so you're kind of you you clock mm -hmm. Shanty, but uh, you also see Solomon making a huge clatter. Um, and we're gonna pop over for just a second because uh, you when see that Solomon Twilight is not precisely wearing what she's been wearing. Uh, Twilight, uh oh, I, all of my cameras are out of whack. Hang on, I didn't change these. Oh. Alright guys, one second. I have to move all She got all dressed up. Yeah, Twilight uh, is wearing this sort of like... Um, when you found her, she was in like prisoner's rags. Basically. Mm -hmm. uh, and she has, of course, had a change of wardrobe now that she's sort of come and joined you guys' army. Uh, she has a rapier by her side and is wearing this sort of like flattering aqua and teal number. Um, and sort of sees you approach. She got all dolled up. Yeah. Uh, what do you, oh. who speaks first? Is it you or her? Uh, I think Enna's too. So I think she, <laughs> I think she's going to start sweating when she sees Twilight. And she's going to be like, oh, Great Lord, Saint Tain, I did not. I look awful. This is bad. Please come save me right now. And then she's kind of like looking at Solomon and she's like, what is happening? Uh, and she's just kind of like standing there, just like kind of sweating a little bit. And she's just like, just like accepting everything that's happening and going <laughs> wrong right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Um, before I get started, could I just cast uh, Calm Emotions real quick? Oh, damn. On okay. you or? Uh... <laughs> no, 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 on Enna. Um, I've just got to find it real quick. I'm so sorry. I know it's in here. Just, here we go. Nope. Okay, range of 60 feet. That definitely makes sense. Is that doable? Is that a doable uh, yeah. range? Do you want to hit both Twilight and Enna, or...? How's Twilight seem to be doing? Uh, I mean, I think Twilight is okay. She's fiddling with the hilt of her um, rapier a little bit, like, just sort of a, you know... I mean, she's an elf, right? So she, unlike Enna, who is very expressive, but she's not quite as expressive. <laughs> She's a little more reserved. Um, and so, uh, but you sort of like can catch that she, you know, she's like her hand is fiddling with the hilt of her sword a little bit. Just not in like, a, I'm going to pull this out, but just like to have something to do with her hand sort of way. You know what I mean? Um, right. Okay. And, yeah. I'll go ahead and cast it on both. Okay. Um, so uh, they cool. just need charisma saving throws. Yeah. You can intentionally fail it if you want. Although I don't know that you know what is coming your way. So... So I'd, I'd had the roll anyway. Magical Xanax. Yeah, I guess. Imagine, take, take, pop a quick Bye. magical Xanny before uh, jumping in Please. here. Okay, and your DC is 16, okay? And it's an 8 from Twilight. So Twilight sort of takes a deep breath, and her hands get a little still. <laughs> <laughs> and it saves. Wow. Uh -oh. Okay. So, Anna, you tried. feel uh, an attempt at some sort of magical effect coming over you, but... Uh, oh, did I make it worse? <laughs> but uh, you resist the effect, but you can see that it sort of takes hold of uh, of Twilight. Anna's just like... <laughs> just like... Um, and eventually Twilight sort of uh, speaks up and says, um, Is everything Okay. Seem a little um peaked. Uh yeah, yeah, I'm okay. It's kind of warm outside. <clears throat> oh, um I suppose it is uh midsummer by now. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> <laughs> well, um, Sort of looks up at the at the moon, uh, and just sort of says, "Here we are." All right, and I was gonna like just look up at the moon, and she's just gonna like, and it's like breathe out. You look wonderful tonight. Oh, oh, thank you. It's not too much, is it? I I wasn't sure what to wear. Oh no, it's great. I, yeah, it's great. I, I, sorry. I feel like I underdressed a little bit. Oh, um, no, you look fine. It's, you look great. Thanks. You, um, you always look great. Oh, well, thank you. I just want to say I'm like for real, like nervous in real life, and I'm actually sweating. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> this is so cute. Uh, oh man, 
<laughs> hey, we don't want to trigger this young woman. Come on now. <laughs> um, Y'all are torturing me. Uh-oh. Uh, they kind of are. They really... <laughs> they put me through the spin cycle. Um, right. Is this a cue to start kind of playing? Yes. Okay. Nice. So I got a 16. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, like, you sort of start into a, uh, into a song. What kind of song is it? What is... Uh, still trying to go for calm. I okay. think it's important. Um, you know. When the moon hits the sky like a... <laughs> wait, yeah. wait. Tiny little arrow going, thanks, Amore. Uh, <laughs> oh! In his top hat. He tips it. Yes, his fancy top hat. <laughs> Anna looks over and sees Arrow uh. tip his little hat, and she gets really excited, and she goes, and she looks at Twilight, and she goes, uh, Arrow learned how to grill cheese. Oh. Uh, Twilight looks at Arrow and says, oh, that's quite impressive. Right? He says, yeah, it's a total game changer, honestly. <laughs> I'm gonna have to make him a little soup now. Can I be honest with you? Yes. That would be adorable. Wouldn't it? Absolutely. A suit? A, a soup, buddy. Soup. Oh. Soup. I thought, okay. Who do I need to talk to about a suit? Uh, no. S-O-U-P. Soup. Like... Like the potato soup I eat? Did it cook me into a soup? No. No. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I got scared for a second there. <clears throat> God. Uh, he just learned how to talk the other day, so... <laughs> yes, where? He's learning. How precisely did you come across a talking mouse? What's... I mean, obviously, well... you adventurers, you know, always up to some <laughs> magical shenanigans, but... Yeah, so we, like, came across this, like, <laughs> blue orb thing, and then he touched it, and then he started talking. So it had to do something with that, and he just hasn't left the blue orb thing since we got it. So now he makes grilled cheese. Classic. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Classic. Well, um... <laughs> uh... I suppose we haven't had much chance to talk. You've been so busy running around, you know, killing necromancers and solving riddles and yeah, breaking me out of jail. Um, I yeah. don't suppose I ever got a chance to properly say thank you. You're welcome. Um, I'm very happy that I did it. Everybody said, no, don't do it. But then I was like, um, I really want to, so I'm glad I did. I'm also uh, patched it. Not to say anything bad about them. I was just, I was just saying. Oh, no, it's understandable. People have preconceptions about incarcerated individuals and, uh, you know. But, I mean, you guys just swooped right in there and killed all those gods. It was, uh, 
honestly extremely impressive and helpful. So. Thank you. How long were you in there? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, let's find out. Wait, what did she say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh um, look, 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 Roz. I think they are doing math. That is so sweet. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, I was only in there about a week um, that time. Uh, oh. Yes, I I broke out once before, and they were a little more careful the second time round. Oh. You escaped jail? That's cool. She sort of, like, uh, twiddles her fingers and, and um, kind of, like, flicks her wrist, and a little lockpick comes out, and she sort of, like, tucks it back in. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> So, so why haven't you left here? Do you like like our group? Well, you asked me to come with you. And, yeah, I guess um, we did. Well, like I said before, that's the first time anyone's really seemed like they wanted me to be anywhere. So, uh, and it was that or, you know, Back to the streets. Well, that's that's not fun. Mm -mm. It can. Well, I'm be. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, it can be fun, but it's it's better here. Yeah, I think so too. I lost my parents a long time ago. So I was on my own for a while. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. It's, uh... Well, I guess maybe not, but it's okay. <laughs> um, I, I know how that goes. Well... I mean, here we are. What, what, sh what should we do? You want to take a walk or just sort of stand here and talk? Or Yeah, we can go for a walk. Um, where, where are you from? How did you come to be here doing this? Um, well, I'm... Can you help me? Where is Anna from? I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, Anna is... Let's, <laughs> so we're going to stop yeah. and do a nice geography lesson here in the Duchy of Erland. Uh, hang on, everyone. Anna is from the Great Wode, which is north of Dalrath. So Dalrath is kind of a big barony that's sort of cut out of this forest, honestly. Um... And then, uh, so Bedegar is here to the south. This is where you guys are currently. And you are in the Forest of Rend. Uh, but the Great Wode is way up, way up top. Uh, and there's quite a lot of stuff. Elves and all sorts of things. This is also where Soren and Silas are from. So all three of you, uh, your backstories were in the Great Wode. Uh, and so you've traveled quite a long way south to make it to Bedegar. Um... 
precisely why you did that, we don't exactly know. What we do know is that at some point, not too long after Lord Saxton sort of uh, did his coup, you and the rest of the adventurers were in the Bedegar Keep Town. You met, you knew Taste the Wizard some way or another, and he requested that you all take a package to Pinna, his assistant who lives in Gravisford and who now shares the tower in your castle with, uh, I think, with Silas. So that is sort of your shorthand backstory there. Okay, Anna says all that. Okay, great. <laughs> I see. Um, I'm, well, originally, I suppose, I am from the, uh, world of the Orchid Court, but, uh, I haven't been there for a long time. Oh, that sounds fancy. Well, uh, a bit close-minded and insular. Oh. Mm, not as fancy as I thought, I guess. Yes. Yeah, nobody's perfect, right? Hmm. I suppose not. I've been working on my spells. Oh. <laughs> you tell. So, um, well, besides talking to dead people, I really like... <laughs> I really like nature, and do you want to do this thing I can do? I'm going to say yes. Cool. She looks a little sort of, like, worried, but... Okay. Um, so, Enna's going to cast Create or Destroy Water, and she's going to create, like, a little, like, water orb, like, in her hand. Uh, yeah, she sort of, like, looks at that quite, uh, interested. Also, Taylor, uh, you get some inspiration. Um. Really? Yes. Ah, thank you. And, um, yeah, she sort of, like, looks at that and just, and just sort of, like, examines it. I think the, the moonlight sort of glitters on the surface of this, uh, this little orb. And, uh, she sort of, like, tentatively reaches her hand out to touch it, but, like, doesn't quite touch it. It's okay. It's not going to hurt you. It's just water. Uh, she sort of like pokes it a little bit. Um, and what happens? Does it like collapse? Does it just like get her finger like wet a little bit? Like what happens when she pokes this orb? It like does it. So, you know, when you touch water and it like ripples, it like kind of yeah. does it. It's like a blob. Like it's just like. <laughs> it's <just> sort of. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, that's incredible. I, I can't do anything like that. Check her sheet. Can she do anything like that? <clears throat> oh. Well, not really. Um, I can do this, and she sort of, like, uh, flicks her hand, and a little orb of light appears in, in the middle, in the center of it. Uh, wow! That's so cool! Yeah, it's, um... Well, it's the, it's the blessing of the moon. The moon? And then Anna, like, looks up. Do you know the moon? I know the moon? 
Uh, no, I think millennia ago, our people uh, were blessed by the moon, and now um, everyone in our sort of lineage just can kind of do this. Wow. That's really cool. I wonder if, and then Anna goes to put the water on, like, on the light. So it's like a little water light. I don't know. Yeah. Like a little, like a lantern, I guess. A water lantern. Yeah, you sort of, like, put your hand over and she kind of puts her hand over. And just, like, uh, her hand is, like, just above yours a little bit as, like, the water and the light sort of go together. And, uh, yeah, the light, it doesn't have any physical capability so it just like is fully absorbed into the water and creates this like scattering you know like under a pool right yeah when like the when you see the sunlight and it's like scattered by the refractions of the surface it's basically that but it's just all around this little clearing uh this Aww. just like silver shimmering light um and as she sort of like holds her hand there uh you and are like are you guys i guess like facing each other in this moment or yeah okay and so uh the back of her hand just like rests gently on your palm oh okay and i get nervous again (laughs) (laughs) Um. okay i see a spell popping up in chat what's this about (laughs) well uh you know i could I could set the mood a little better if you wanted. Okay. <laughs> Roz lets out a gentle, soft purr, and it forms into rippling waves of air that she begins to stretch into strings. And then she stretches them out and plucks them. And the sound gently trickles down from up above in the trees where she is. And suddenly, Enna (laughs) finds herself in a beautiful moonlit glade filled with blossoming wildflowers. Mm. And the perfume of the flowers, the beautiful, soft scent floats up and it embraces you and Roz looks at uh, the Hiskers band and they all pick up their instruments ready to play. And um, the air, almost like little fireflies, is filled with glittering lights. And uh, you just hear very soft. Oh, good lord. (laughs) Um, yeah, and you stand in this sort of, like, shimmering glade. Uh, and I think... Uh, I think Twilight sort of, um, after a moment of, like, looking around the glade... 
uh, I think she just like looks in your eyes uh, and off of both of your faces. There's just like this sort of shimmering, you know, water light. There's the, the music in the background. <laughs> There's the flowers. Um, what do you do? If anything, I don't know. <laughs> what happens next? Her hand is gently the back of her. Her hand is gently in your palm as these, as the water and the light sort of uh, cast this, you know, light around the glade. All right, and as gonna look back at Twilight because she's also like, oh my god, like look at all these flowers, and then she's gonna go in for a kiss. Yes! <laughs> oh, and you two, under the moonlight, in the hallucinatory terrain, with the water and the, the light uh, shining in the glade, share a tender kiss. And I Aww. think that is where we will leave this scene. Uh, I think we can decide precisely what any of that means uh, later. I think that's enough for that scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Yay. Sorry, I didn't uh, mean I didn't mean for it to go on so no, long. I think everyone I was loving that, so it was okay. wonderful. I was so happy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. I imagine that uh, like Silas, Shanty, uh Perdita, and the Hiskers band all go like all right, time to go. And just like you hear just a cacophony of instruments. And just like, <laughs> yeah, I think like you're, you're maybe so lost in that moment. Right. Uh, and while that it's, it's a long and tender kiss. And while all of that is happening, everybody else, like as carefully as possible retreats so that when the, you know, moment comes back, uh, I think the the terrain still looks the same because hallucinatory terrain lasts for 24 hours. <laughs> and so the glade still <laughs> looks the same, but um, everyone else has retreated and the two of you are alone in the moonlight glade. And that is sort of where we leave that scene. Um, and the next day dawns, uh, you know, the dew on the grass, the sun cresting over the tree line into Castle Bedigar, or Castle Rend, Castle Bedigar, Castle Rend. Uh, you guys have some other business to attend to, I believe. Um, what would you Silas like to do? Is going to, um, um, he's gonna he's gonna wait up or kind of get up early to see if Inna uh, comes back with like you know with her shoes in her hands, kind of. Um, oh my god. <laughs> um. <laughs> But he's also going to go down to the basement and start setting up, um, setting up a room. Um, and DM, with your permission, I'm actually going to send you a Facebook message with a okay. few uh, requests, um, <laughs> real quick. But in the meantime, um, I'm also going to call everyone um, to the central chamber to discuss Alice. Okay. Um. As Roz walks in, she's uh, humming a tune. I will do anything for love, but I won't do that. And that just looks over at Roz and is like, 
Why are you saying that? Oh, no reason. Oh, and I just turns around to not look at Roz. Oh no, it's okay. Ross just had bad cheese last night. That's all. That's that's all. Did you was. know you could grill cheese? Arrow showed it to me. It's amazing. <laughs> the little arrow showed you so small. Well, I had like eight of them. Oh, <laughs> and Anna. Uh, speaking of arrow. I found this last night on my way into the castle, and uh, someone said that it belonged to him. So I am returning it to you now. Anna snatches it from Perdita, and she says, "Oh, thank you." Um, he was playing dress up last night, and he wanted to wear it. Well, he just, I'm sure, looked charming. Yeah, I felt like a dashing and handsome man. You were dashing and handsome, the handsomest. Vera, would you like me to make you a little suit? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm worried I'm gonna get soup on it though. You might, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> Just... It's not a soup suit. Gotta be careful. Can you make <laughs> one of those? All up and moving early <laughs> this morning. What is you happening? guys have a lot of magic? Could somebody make a soup suit? <laughs> um, I think Silas, uh, after calling everybody, kind of comes in a little bit later, stretches and says, "Is anybody?" Uh, see that moon last night? <laughs> super nice. And kind of like looks at Anna and knowingly. And uh, Anna shots, sh- uh, shoots him a glare and kind of low growls. <laughs> I can't growl. I can't do a low growl. <laughs> uh, and then he says, um, well, we have some unfortunate news and I wanted to run it past everyone uh, while we were all sitting here. Um, do you all remember Oren's newest assistant? Uh, Alice Weimark. Yes. We've received word that she is possibly a spy. Oh, no. Um, DM, do we know... We, we've worked with this person for a minute. Do we know kind of her stats? Like, would she be like a fighter or is she more along the lines <sighs> of just like a, like a person? Um, No, I mean, she's a soldier for you guys. So she, yeah, she's probably a, a low level fighter, maybe first okay. or second level. She's not like a, you know, incredible warrior as far as you know. Right. Okay. Um, Although she say- may, you know, from what you've seen, she may be hiding ability, you know, by if she's a spy, sure. she may have some like stealth and some sneak attack and stuff that hasn't come up yet because she's been pretending to be a, a knight, but so it, yeah. Um, we need to find out what she has talked about. Um, and, um, we need to do it today. Um, Solomon, uh, you're yeah. with me. We're going to go get her. Understood. I've, I've prepared a room downstairs um, in which we will all talk to her. Anna, have you prepared Zone of Truth today? Yes, sir. Um, Roz, you're going to be our lead on this. It's going to be a good count, bad cat, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I do not appreciate that word. 
But I understand. I will get another jar ready. Uh, We're all going to be in a room together. <laughs> That's true. Just putting that out there. Uh, Shanti, you'll be back up um, for inspirations as well as um, general persuasion. Um, I'm hoping that um, this won't be messy, but it's possible it could be a fight. Uh, Perdita, that's where you come in. I want you prepared to take her down as quickly as possible if it comes to that. Well, then it would be very good if while you are talking to her, you are close to her. Can do. All right, team, let's go. And uh, I'm going to take Sol Solomon and we're going to go to Oren's and well, where Oren is stationed. And essentially, uh, we're going to grab her, but peacefully. I don't want to tip her off if possible. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so you're trying to get the drop on this spy. Mm -hmm. um, so go ahead. And give me a stealth check. Okay. Uh-oh. An 18 from Roz. Nice. Natural 20. Uh, Although that's... I, well... Yeah, that's... An, okay, 18 from Roz. Uh, 12. <laughs> it's actually a Yikes. 7 from Enna and a 3 from... Because you have this... Those with the heavy armor have disadvantage, and I think... Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, I think the ones I really need are Silas and uh, Solomon. So we got a nat yeah, so 20 a, and a nat, nat, nat one. The full gamut. That's hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, hang on one second. I have to uh, do something. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm going to burn chat inspiration. Okay. Yeah, this might be the time for it. Eight's better than a one. It is. Okay. Oops. Do a thing here. Yeah, Silas is just like <laughs> just gliding quiet as a mouse next to doom, 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 doom. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm a bird. I'm a bird. D of inspiration. Why not? No, no, no I don't know for uh, this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of burning. Uh, I do what you want, but um, yeah. No, I understand. Um, just one more roll, bro. Just one more roll. <laughs> yeah, you can do one, it. You just more. need one more. One more. Anything to roll the dice. <laughs> it's all going to work out. You just got to roll one more time. <laughs> James, you're really going to make me do it. Peer pressure. Peer <laughs> <laughs> um, I realized I didn't have a staff block ready for that. No, I'm sure i'm sure silas has like invisibility or something i got tons of shit yeah um so if it comes down to it yeah if they try the run i always have old person oh me too so yeah so we got this okay. 
Okay. Um, yeah, so an eight and an at 20. I guess I need to make a thing for them. Uh, hang on. Ready. Okay. What do you guys think of uh, the Hiskers Band Orchestra? Over the oh, top? That's, or? that's hilarious. It was great. <laughs> I do want to see them play Everybody Everybody Wants to Be a Cat, though. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I have to practice so, for that. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you guys come upon Alice. We've got a... I'm going to take the average of that and see where we end up, although I don't think we can possibly make it, but... Yeah, okay. Uh, so she does seem to know she guys coming. So basically what happens is this. You all are approaching, uh, and uh, you get the sense that she's maybe been tipped off by the fact that she was, like, reassigned a little bit um, to Oren's thing. So you approach. They're out in the woods uh, doing some drills with the rangers, uh, and she is acting as Oren's assistant. And um, you guys sort of approach, uh, and she sees you coming, uh, and uh, basically just bolts. Uh, okay. So what I'm, I'm going to need from you all is roll me a D100, and we're going to see how many feet away from you guys uh, she is when she starts running. One D100? Yeah, one D100. Um, do you want me to roll it, Daniel? Go ahead. That's 18 feet. She's 18. A, so you guys get right up close before she catches on. I'm immediately cast hold person. Yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and we're not going to do like a full combat here, but let's roll a quick initiative. Okay. Uh, if you guys beat her, it'll be very easy to do. She's got a 17. Solomon has a 21. Okay. Um, so I'm oh, just going to put a turn order in here. Um, we're going to do uh, Alice. While he's doing that, did Daniel uh, use chat inspiration? Yes, I, think I did. Okay, you. then you don't have it anymore whenever the DM gets a quiet moment. Did Jesse use it? No, no, I haven't used it. Okay. All right. Okay, thank you, Perdita. I appreciate you catching that for us. Uh, well, I okay, saw the Moobot. So, yeah. I figured that's what it was. Thanks, Moobot. Nope. That's Ooh. Not we're not going to go on to like a battle map or anything, but okay. Uh, all right. So just Solomon and Silas are here for this, um, for this little quick initiative. Uh, Solomon, you do have the, uh, the jump, uh, go ahead and cast that spell. I did a second level. Okay. Uh, cool. So that means, uh, that Alice is making a wisdom saving throw. Is that right? Uh, wisdom saving throw okay. and they have to be the DC 15. You see 15. Okay. It's a plus two to this roll. And exactly gets a 15. Okay. So, uh, resist the effect of the spell and bolts. Um, okay. How far are they going? Uh, they can bonus action dash. Mm -hmm. So they have a speed of effectively a speed of 90 feet. Okay. I believe. Yeah, 30 feet times three. So they action dash and bonus action dash. They get 90 plus 18 feet away. They are 108 feet away from you guys. Okay. Uh, and um, that comes to Silas's turn. Okay. I will cast the Blade Song. Okay. And then Haste. Okay. 
and I will be on top of her. Okay. <laughs> Silas the Hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that allows me to run, essentially run. Um, that allows me this turn to run eighty feet. Okay. Using movement, I'll be thirty feet away from her. Okay. Um, at the yeah. So, um, whoops, forget that. But uh, yeah. Okay, so you are thirty feet away, and that is with your action to cast haste. Your bonus action, action. to go into the blade song. Yes. And then you and get then an extra me. action from haste, right? Oh, that's true. Um, uh, yeah. But I don't. I do. But oh, you know what? Um, yeah, I'll I'll use it to close. Um, okay. uh, I mean, I have. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'd have fifty okay. feet of extra movement. Um, I'm right on top of her, directly yeah. on top of her. She's okay. not getting away without okay. taking hits. Very good. Uh, yeah, Solomon, that comes back to you. I'm going to attempt another hold person at level two. Okay. All right, uh, she's gonna make another saving throw. Hold up, I gotta move. I gotta move thirty feet, then okay. attempt it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that is all, she only rolls a five, so she is held. Good. All right, we got her. Uh, at the okay. end of her turn, she can attempt to break the hold, which she does not do. Uh, that brings us to Silas. Okay, um, I'm going. I'm Go going ahead. to cast suggestion. Okay. And say, come peacefully, walk with me, do not leave my sight. Okay, and that is a oh, another, another wisdom, wisdom save. saving throw. Okay, what's your DC? Uh, my DC is a 16. 16. Okay, another wisdom save. That is only a 13. You are okay. successful. All right. Um, we got so, him, folks. Okay. We got him. I All think right. with that, she should be completely under the spell there's no save per turn yeah it just she uh, she does it until she completes what you've said so right. you, limited to a sentence or two so you said come with me come with me do not uh what did i say Ugh. i said come with me do not resist um stay in my sight and she has to follow that for eight hours um yeah okay that makes sense to me Okay, uh, so you guys um, make your way. We can go back off the map now. Uh, you bring this person back to uh, the castle, into the room uh, in the lower part. Uh, as you go back into the basement of Castle Rend, uh, you know, there was that one big hole in the wall that the orcs kind of dug out and threw all their trash in. That's been repaired. Uh, you know that there's that, like, secret room kind of behind, under, in, like, the south west corner of the place um where you found all the treasure but you actually take her into one of the um other rooms probably like the first like you come at come down and around the corner and like the first room to your left as you come around the corner uh into like the main hallway of the downstairs area uh and you take her into this room which has been pretty much cleared out there is a chair sitting in the middle of the room uh which you have her sit in and I assume you uh, tie her to the chair. Yeah, we are going to bind her. Uh, if we have manacles, okay. I'm going to use those. I um, imagine we would. I would but... think so. Cause I think the castle probably had manacles. Yeah. In it, you know, like somewhere yeah. and, and you, there's blacksmiths and stuff here. So I think, yeah, you probably have, 
you know, the idea, like, it's a war. Like, there's going to be prisoners of war. There's going to be spies. There's going to be all kinds of things. I think somebody would have bought manacles from a blacksmith at some point. So I'll say that that right. totally makes sense. I'm also going to fix her uh, face. Um, I'm going to put a bind in it for now. Okay. Like a, like a, I guess a gag. Um, and make it to where she can't see behind her. Um, she can't move her head. Um, and I will turn to the group. I will actually walk them right outside for a minute. And I will say, I am going to ask how precisely do you intend to, to hold her neck in place? Like, what are you using to do that? If possible, um, I could, we could, um, either like put a manacle around her neck or, um, have like a, um, some kind of like essentially a, a collar um, that would like, if she pulled one way or the other, it would, it would start to choke her. But yeah. um, um, I'm going to make this a luck. I'm going to say this is a luck check and it's going to okay. be a tough one. Um, sure. We're going to roll a D 100. If you get 75 or higher, I'm going to say that you have access to something that will do this uh, because it doesn't seem to me like something that normally would just be okay. on hand. Right. I'm happy just to tie her head to the chair like, like that. But yeah, but anyway, 81. 81. Okay, yeah. So uh, you managed to cobble something together uh, and okay. get her, um, you know, well and truly uh, stuck on this thing. Um, okay. And I'm going to say it probably takes 45 minutes of walking through the forest from where they were doing drills. Uh, sure. So you've got, you know, Seven hours and fifteen minutes approximately. Plus the time it takes the minor an hour has passed since the suggestion's been cast. So sure. Um, um okay. I'll take the group outside and just say things are about to get dark. Um I need you all to trust me. Um and um just know that um it's for the good of the people we are protecting. And I'm going to walk back inside. Roz follows, dunking one of Oren's socks into one of her piss jars. <laughs> um, I'll turn to Enna and say, uh, Enna, please cast Zone of Truth. You got it. Um, is it. Is it possible, is the room large enough for us to stay out of it? Um, that's a great question. If not, that's okay. I just, it I'm just curious. Be. It might be. Hang on a second. I gotta. Uh, okay. Um, let's look at. I need the text of Zone of Truth. I'm gonna borrow your sheet for a second, Anna. Mm-hmm. Add that. Yeah. Tonal shift. Uh, Zone of Truth. Limo. Okay. Zone of Truth is a 15 foot radius sphere centered on a point of your choosing within range. Uh, I wasn't necessarily going to go to a map, but uh, we actually <clears> are <throat> going to go to a map. Oh, hi, Soren. So, uh, in dunking Warren's filthy, um, crusty, uh, yeah. uh, tattered sock into uh, one of Roz's uh, famous piss jars, um, she's going to pull it out and kind of like whip it over her head uh, letting the excess fluid drip off, um, but also flicking it at our uh, 
soon to be interrogated spy uh, and cast Bane. Okay. So uh, give me a second because okay. I, I do have some other stuff to adjudicate before we get there. Um, real quick. And okay. that will that will make her saving throws worse for the zone of truth. Okay. Understood. Perfect. Uh, okay, so it is a fifth where we are. No. Everybody gets hit with a little bit of piss. No. If you can't take the piss, get out of the dungeon. This is a 5, 10, 15 foot radius. Okay. So um uh, this is the room. Uh, the there it is not. The room is not big enough. I don't think. Well, maybe if you if you center it on the wall in the back. Yeah, I think it is big enough that if you center it directly on the wall in the back, you guys can be in the front side of this room. Actually, let me go to the map since it kind of matters for these purposes. Uh, and you guys might not have light in here. Uh, let me just give some. I'm assuming there's torches, so we're just gonna real quick do a thing. Sorry, I'm reusing a map from like the old version of the keep, which actually makes me think. Did I redo this dungeon? I'm not sure whether I did or not. Is this? No, this is the old version. Castle Rend repaired. I didn't. I didn't do a repaired version of the dungeon, which is fine. Okay. Um. So let's see. Let's just real quick go to the dynamic lighting. Drop something in here. Uh, we'll just okay. Just to make sure everybody can see. Bam. All right. Great. Nice. Okay. All so, right. uh, and this is Zone of Truth. There we go. Okay. And so you're casting Bane on her. Yes, uh, spell save is 15, and it's a what a wisdom save? Charisma, Charisma. actually. Cri okay. Yeah. Uh, and Roz's, yes, so Roz's spell save is, is also 15. Okay. I believe you know if a creature makes the save, but it has to make the save. Uh, let's look at this wording on Zone of Truth. Uh, each, until the spell ends, if you enter the spell's area for the first time or turn or start your turn there, you must make a Charisma save. Okay. So we've got 10 minutes, and um, she makes the first save, and you know that, Enna. So every six seconds, she'll have to make that save. So eventually, she'll fail it, but it's kind of a question of how much time does she spend resisting it, right? So we're at six seconds in. We're going to make another save. Also, Bane only lasts for a minute. So Roz, uh, Roz there's no way she's going to save for that long, but pounds her fists down on the chair. You'll talk. They all talk. For, Eventually. Uh, and his spell save is 50. She makes the second save. So we're 12 Jeez. seconds in. <laughs> she is fighting hard. And that's a nat one. Okay. So trust me. 18 seconds have passed. So you guys have nine minutes. And uh, what is that? 60 minus 18. I can't do that math. 42. Thank you. Uh, you've got 9 minutes and 42 seconds on the clock until this spell wears off. And baby, we are going to do it by the book. Uh, okay, so Silas is going to uh, rip the gag out and say, you have one 
opportunity to make this right. Tell me everything that you've given to the opposition. And I promise you, you will make it out of this. Otherwise, and I'll look to Roz. Roz is squeezing out Warren's sock <laughs> menacingly. Okay. Uh, so what kind of check do you guys think? It? I think Roz would be an intimidation check. I want to give the help action to Roz. For the help <laughs> okay, so Roz, yes. make an intimidation yes. check with advantage. Yes. Oh, please. Okay. A 10. Oof. Um, all right. My I'm gonna... uh, yeah, no, no, this is, we're okay. going, we're going. Can I give Roz my chat inspiration to reroll that? Um, no, Roz has chat inspiration if Roz yeah, has okay. spend it. That's Roz, fine. Yeah. All right, all right. All right. Where are you? Intimidation. 19. Well, I don't think it's going to have like, I, I think we got to take the 14. I don't think we. Oh, okay. the okay. If yeah, Silas yeah. burns his inspiration, can he give me the help? <laughs> it's fine. We'll take the 14. Take the 14. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to roll a constitution saving. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. That seems fair. Oh, that's Twilight. That's the wrong. That's not the right person. I, I, Twilight would have failed, but let's see how Alice. Also, does. don't forget the bane and the bane. Yeah, don't forget the bane. Yeah. Don't forget the bane. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think we're just. This is the last thing bane is going to apply to because the minute will have passed. But trust me, you'll want to talk to my friend. He's more That's accommodating than okay. I am. Okay. Uh. So she fails. She fails the Constitution saving throw. Also, let me show you guys, Alice. Uh, did I make a handout of Alice? I don't think I did. We're gonna add handout LSY mark. Uh, I need to grab a file. Stand by, everyone. Better be pausing that clock. <laughs> Accurate. I did pause the clock. Uh, okay, where is? I guess we'll put it. I don't need the token. I guess this isn't. Hang on. All my tokens are picked up. We are still paused. I have not restarted the clock. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> uh, you want to do it by the book, then I demand the book. Uh, hang on. Stand by, everyone. We're getting there. Okay. How, All right. how is everyone else reacting to this? Yeah, what is everybody? So as as we'll, we'll resume the thing here in a second, but uh, this is Alice. She is sort of a severe looking woman with her sort of brown hair tied back in a bun. Uh, she is in full armor and has a war hammer. Uh, although from the way she was running earlier, you get the sense that that uh, maybe that's not her normal skill set. Um. But what is everybody else doing as Roz is whipping piss around the room and uh, all of this is happening? Solomon's guarding the door. Solomon's guarding the door. Okay. Uh, Perdita has her eyes glued to the sock. <laughs> oh. Shanti is near Perdita and attempting to look intimidating and posting up as small as she is while also covering her nose from the piece smell. Okay. Uh, yeah. And sorry, as yeah, 
Anna's just standing there with her arms crossed, trying to look intimidating as her eyes are watering from the ammonia of the piss. Yeah. Um, so, and you see Silas um, in the in view of Alice. Um, he's kind of sitting there with a um, almost like a crucible uh, from like a blacksmithing thing that he had set up. And there is a hot poker sitting in it. Damn. Okay. Um, well, she fails that constitution save. She gets a two versus the 14. Uh, so you sort of see she just kind of like deflates. She knows that she's beaten. She is uh, under the zone of truth. And she has to tell you what she told them. Technically, she doesn't have to say anything, but yeah. if she's scared of us. Right. Well, I think she, she has to, it's like, if she says anything, it has to be the truth. And right. uh, you successfully intimidated her. So she is. Great. Oh, God. Anyway. Um, so she sort of, like I said, she deflates. And she, she um, you know, she's like strapped to this chair. She can't turn her head. Uh, and are you guys behind her or in front of her? now i'm in front of her just kind of okay turning this poker got you uh so well because here's the thing Let, let's put it this way you said that you wanted to turn her you put her in such a way i'm gonna mm -hmm. i'm off I, clock's still off i'll turn it on when she starts talking um you wanted to put her in such a way that she couldn't turn her head behind her correct it, but is she facing the back wall or the front door because if front somebody door. she's facing the front door okay because if uh is the only way to not be in the zone of truth then is to be in front of her, you know, and it's like, so, okay, all makes sense. Okay, I understand. Uh, so she, um, she sighs and says, I told him everything I could. Troop movements, where you were going, what you were doing, as far as we knew it. Told him. what your uh, lieutenants were up to when you went off gallivanting. Now tell me why. Well, it's my job, isn't it? Was it the money? Was it the loyalty? Well, the money didn't hurt, but <sighs> the old Baron. <sighs> he, yeah, uh... put my father out of business. He did years back. Uh, well, when things change, seem like an opportunity to uh, I don't know, get in good with the new order, get a little revenge. By the way, so when we heard his whelp, 
was running around. Oh. I knew which side of the... Uh, I knew which side of that coin I was landing on, yeah? Um, you all... The, the people who know Silas well um, hear that at the mention of Edmund, and there's just a little twitch where he loses his cool and then kind of pushes it back down. Um, Silas is going to take the poker out, and it is white hot. And it's actually a brand, like you would put on a blacksmith's uh, sword. And those paying attention realize that it's in the shape of a bee. Silas is then going to pull down his cloak and say, you know what the worst thing about being branded is? And there's a bee on him. It's not the heat that gets you. You don't even feel it really at first. It's ice cold. And he's going to walk around her. Okay. Uh, you'll have to start making saves uh, from Zone of Truth. <laughs> I hate um, to do that. I actually, I would actually uh, wink at um, Anna probably in this moment to uh, probably drop it because I think we're good if that's cool. Okay. All right. Okay. Anna bows her, like shakes her head. I got you. And he'll say, "It's the cold that hits you first before the pain." And he's then going to cast Ray of Frost on the opposite side of the poker and shove it into her back. Okay. Uh, yeah, it sure. Make freezing a, cold. Make a deception check with, we'll say with uh, advantage. Roz is going to give Bardic. <laughs> okay. Hell yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, how do you uh, do that in this moment? What does uh, that look like? Roz, Roz, uh, is as Silas goes around the back, Roz, uh, leans in and grabs both oh. of the, the, arms of the chair leaning in now you've done it you have upset the black hand okay so i'm gonna tell you guys this is sort of box of doom style here uh she rolled a nat 20 on her insight check with a 24 so silas you're gonna have to beat a 24 on this deception now you have bardic inspiration you have dm and you have dm and chat inspiration so you've got a lot of tools at your disposal but i, I just want to let you know i might burn it all on this just to like get it uh okay uh, did, my deception is not amazing what's the what's the um bardic uh, it's a d8 it's a d8 okay all right so i gotta beat a does, 24 does anyone have like guidance or bless <laughs> Well, I might. I might uh, have guidance would be for day. skill checks. I, Bless I is only for attack and saving throws. So, can I get a guidance off of it, Anna? I have guidance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you okay. can add another D four on that. Okay. Let's... So you're rolling a D twenty, a D four, and a D eight. I'm gonna ask in advance if you're spending inspiration to get advantage, and then if you want to spend more, we'll deal with that. But I do want to find out before if you're gonna go ahead and burn that inspiration. Yes. Okay. Is that chat or DM inspiration? Uh, that'll be chat in this case. Right, so we're going to burn that chat inspiration. You're rolling with advantage plus a D8 plus a D4. Can you crack that 24, kids? That's a 14. I'd have to get pretty high on the D8. And yeah, you could add a possible plus 12 to this. So it's still within the realm of possibility. Possible. I'm going to burn again. the. I'm going to burn the DM inspiration okay. to try to get so higher we'll than a 14. So roll one more D20. Yeah. 
plus two on this. Come on. I'll take the left roll on this. Oh, damn it. Okay. So does that leave me with a 14 or leaves you with a 14? Yeah. Okay. So here's the D eight. Four. Eighteen. That's a 19. 19. So you put this cold on her back uh, and you've got inspiration back. Uh, You put this cold on her back and just sort of like sucks her teeth a little bit and then kind of starts chuckling at you. Uh, I didn't think you had it in you. Turns out you don't. Oh, well. And then I'll stick it around and shove it into her chest. The hot side. Okay. Damn. Okay. Um, I'm going to say roll a D eight. Okay. Plus two. I want to see how much damage that does. It's nine, nine. Okay. Uh, so she, uh, hang on. If this, if, if they're restrained, then that's, it should be an auto crit. It's true. No, I don't think so. Oh, it's uh, she's not incapacitated. Yeah, uh, it's an auto crit if she's like unconscious or incapacitated, but um, she's just restrained. Um, is she wearing this armor? So has he hit the armor or her? Uh, I would think if you guys wanted to have removed, I think we stripped. Yeah, them. probably yeah. removed the armor. All so right. she's sitting there in like her, and like under armor, people wear you know like padded clothes and stuff. Like she's not, you know. So she's just and you, so you burn through her like jerkin or whatever uh, as you. Uh, ram this uh, and she's you know sort of lets out a, a grunt in pain my uh, god noses I thought I are, was the bad cat <laughs> yeah your noses are filled with this smell of like it sounds like it smells like burning pork um, I'm gonna lean in really close and cast minor illusion in my hand and she will see a face I say <clears throat> this was a young farm boy he died in a scouting mission. It was your fault. And then I'll take the poker off and do it one more time in a different spot. And I'll take another face and say, and I'll just run through recent deaths of, of people. Um, and um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm pretty pissed off. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to say like hitting her with numerous of these. Are you, are you planning to kill her right now? Or no. do you want to stop before she dies? I'll definitely keep her alive. Okay. So she is uh tremendously burned branded numerous times over her torso. Uh, just sort of like sitting there panting heavily. I will say, um, the next thing you're going to do <clears throat> is I'm going to take you to the family of every single person I showed you. And you're going to tell them why their family is dead. And then when you're done, you will die. And then you will die. She says, uh, thank you giving me one more chance to twist the knife. Hmm. We'll see. And then I think um, I let Solomon kick her in the head. Knock her out. Alright. Solomon like stomps. 
Okay. Just see a foot. Uh, yeah, you can you can what? knock her out. Um, I'm gonna turn to the rest of the people and say I'm gonna drop the brand, and I'm just gonna apologize that they saw that. Um, I uh, I want our people to understand this is war, and we are trying to protect them, but sometimes we will fail. And it is on her, but it's also on us. And I shoulder that responsibility. Um, and I think with that, Silas um, is going to thank everybody and uh, make sure that she cannot get away with whatever chains, manacles, whatever it takes. She has nothing on her um besides uh you know a, p- a potato sack for clothing and he's gonna check on edmund make sure nobody's messing with him okay uh yeah unless, so what anybody, is unless every- anybody has anything to say yeah well so yeah that's i guess what i, what I first want to ask is like what is everybody um up to in this moment as you guys head back upstairs uh some of your um sort of uh, people kind of she's unconscious they pick her up and take her to uh the sort of makeshift dungeon which i'm probably gonna say was put into like one of the far rooms of the you know keep uh in the bottom of it somewhere um well, what is everybody doing i think solomon is going to Go with the transport to the dungeon. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's easy enough. You can go supervise that. Um, are you just like keeping watch, or is there anything you're trying to like say to the people who? I was I was or? actually I was actually going to do something not violent. I swear, okay. I promise. Yeah, sure. Okay. But, uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I interrupted you, friend. Go. But what I was going to say was that when they put her in the cell, Solomon was actually going to walk up and use his, uh, lay on hands to cure the damage dealt. Okay. And he's going to say, even though you don't deserve it. And he's going to step out of the cell and have him walk it. And he walks away. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think she like barely comes to enough to uh, catch that. Uh, I don't think she necessarily says anything. Roz would like to speak with the Count. Um, whether everyone's present or not. Okay. Um, I think after checking on Edmund for a bit, you probably find Silas in his room. My count. A word. Um, you hear some shuffling. Uh, he answers the door. Um, I'll, I'll give you a free insight check if you want to take it. Absolutely. 
<laughs> Five. Well, let's see. You are so dewy. Have you been exercising? Uh, not quite, Roz. Um, you doing okay? My count. It is my purpose to record the tales of valor of my companions and ultimately to leave a legacy in the written word and oral history and in song for those who follow to know an example of what great deeds they can also accomplish. I do not know what to write of this day, for I can find no valor in it. There was none, Roz. There was none. This was revenge. This is revenge for the people who can't take it. And for those who, those who haunt me as it's our fault, they're dead. I lost my temper down there and I don't feel good about it, but there's no valor here, Roz. And you can write that as well. While other tales may have embellishments and strategic omissions, with your permission, I believe the truth is what we can present as a lesson to those who come after us. Raj, you will never need my permission to tell the truth. And yet I ask it anyway, out of respect for my count and my friend Silas. He's actually gonna hug Roz, um, if permitted, just a slight one. And you, you, you can tell that Silas has been, he's been crying. Roz is a little stunned at first. Um, Kind of the way, you know, when a cat shows its belly and you touch it and it lashes out. Um, but that, that lashing out turns into a slow embrace. And um, the jingle of cat teeth, uh, canines worn around Roz's neck, uh, can be heard as you press against her. We have all lost so many and their reminder of their absence will never heal completely. But it is the comfort of those who remain that keeps us moving forward, my count. I understand. I was told by, what was his name? Um, uh, Switchblade. Uh, Shadowblade? Wait, was it? Switch oh, wow. Um, uh, I know this. Stand by, everyone. Swiftblade! Corin Swiftblade! Swiftblade. I was told by Swiftblade to hang her in the square and make a show of it, but. I don't. I don't think that's the way we should play this. 
I will have her paraded in front of all those who have recently lost loved ones due to the information that she gave away. And she will be made to apologize. She will be brought low. And then when we're done, we will quietly execute her. I want the punishment not to be in her death, but to be in her trying to, at least, or appear to, at least, make it right. May I offer my thoughts on this matter, my count? Absolutely. You only have one life. And as I come to understand how precious that is, I have also come to understand that during that life, you may change. And perhaps in the course of her penance, you give her the same opportunity. And perhaps you yourself may change what you wish would happen to her. I only ask that you give yourself the opportunity to change. Uh, I'll pat Roz on the shoulder and I will consider this. I count. And Roz takes a very deep bow and, and backs out of his room. Okay, uh, Shanti, you, I think we're going to jump in earlier. Um, what were you up to? Uh, I just want to check on Inna and Perdita and see how they're doing. So, uh, where might I find you both? Well, Perdita actually was just waiting for Roz to step away from Silas's door. And uh, she is going to roll around the door frame. So as... Uh, Silas starts to turn away from from Lars disappearing. He sees movement out of the corner of his eye. And Lars, I mean, and, uh, Perdita rolls around the door and looks at him and says, Did I see that you are marked also? <clears throat> um, correct. That's an older How one, How did though. that happen, Silas? Um, I pissed off the man who originally raised me. Um, I couldn't tell you why. I was very young but um it wasn't um it wasn't the first time something had happened but it was the worst um shortly after that fortunately for me i found my father not my real father but the man who became my father. Um, 
So, um... Uh... It wasn't a lie. I, I do know what that's like. Silas, it is true that we have done terrible things. It is also true that if we had the ability, we would put the spy into his place. I did that very many times for Edmund. I did it knowing that if I were discovered, something truly horrible could happen to me in many instances. I did it because I wanted to help Elster and his family. We must be careful. We must be very careful that we do not become what we hate. I think this has hurt you and hurt you badly. And possibly you're going to suffer more pain from this than that woman. <clears throat> Take care, sir. Thank you, Perdita. I apologize to you sincerely, but I can no longer call you, my lord. I understand. And Perdita walks away. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I suppose after that, uh, Shanti would be able to track down Enna and Perdita somewhere. Uh, where do you think that is? I'm probably heading up to the main room. Sounds good, I'll convened there also are you with us anna uh yeah anna will be in the main room okay so we have seen a bad thing this afternoon and it is awful the things that happen are you all right unfortunately i've seen way too much of that in my life, so torture is nothing new, but I didn't expect that from Silas, and I don't know how to feel about it. I went and uh, talked to Silas briefly. You know, he is also marked and has suffered. He told me that that someone that he cared about did that to him. And I think he has carried that pain for that for a very long time. We are all learning as we are learning to know each other and to come together and to fight together and to kill terrible things and to be as brave as we can. But sometimes we aren't so brave and sometimes we make mistakes. That person betrayed us and betrayed us badly. Is 
It's not that I don't think they deserved it. I mean, the way they were talking about Edmund, that that's a child. Abs- absolutely not. That was appalling. I don't know how... I don't know. I don't know how comfortable I can be in the presence of someone who can snap like that, though. Which I understand. We're all learning. We all make mistakes, but... As you said, I... Mm, I don't know. Anna, how are you feeling? Um, I'm okay. I understand. It was really, it was really tense, but I, I do understand where Silas is coming from. Someone killed my parents. You know, everybody knows it by now. Anyway. I'm just saying, if I found that person, I probably would tear him limb to limb and make him suffer and torture. But I can see how not many others would go that way. It's not good. I'm not proud of those thoughts. But when those kinds of emotions are brought to the surface, it's hard to keep it. Keep it cool, I suppose. I would also say, um, not to interrupt, but as the person who's known Silas the longest currently in the group, him snapping is pretty out of character for Inna to see. And um, so just do with that what you will. But him losing it like that is not something that happens often. And it's something got to him. Anna, you you speak the most wisdom that I have heard today. I uh, oh, thank you. I listen to what you say, and uh, Shanti, you and I have been friends, and we will be together on this, and we both have to work through it. Um, perhaps we can find peace in using this to understand that it happened to Silas also. I can't imagine how he feels right now. Well, I was not really nice to him. I probably hurt him more. I reacted also. But you know, We have feelings. We're not butchers and we're not monsters. We're people. Some of us are a little furrier than others. eh? Some of us are a little more uh, unsubstantial than others, perhaps. eh? Yes. Fair enough. I also heard that humans are more emotional but that's also just what I heard I don't know I talk to a mouse on the daily so oh we should ask Arrow was Arrow there oh yeah poor Arrow hey what's up guys oh (laughs) no Arrow you okay 
Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm fine. Okay. That was just some kind of scary stuff. I just want to make sure you're doing okay. You know, I'm like a tiny little animal. So, like, violence and death are just sort of like... I know you guys get real worked up about it, but it's just sort of like what it's like down here, you know? That's true. So, you know, like half the people I ever know got eaten by predators. The orcs used to just throw knives at us for fun. Rude. Yeah, they sucked. I'm glad they're gone. Okay. Well, as long as you're okay. You know, and then I found Anna in the woods. And uh, now I can talk. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't really, like, worry that much about it. So, I guess what... So, so Silas got mad because, like, this lady was passing on information and it probably led to, like, people getting killed in the conflict with that other guy? Is, am I... Yeah. Isn't it? Okay. No, oh. it's, a lot of people died. It was her fault, so... Brutal. Yep. Yeah. I guess my take on it is, uh, shit's fucked. What you gonna do? Insightful as always, Arrow. Thank you. Yeah, Thank anybody you, got any buddy. cheese? Yeah, we'll get, we'll get some, we'll whip up some grilled cheeses in a moment. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I think that would make everybody the... feel amazing, though. Who wants grilled need, cheese? I do. Tiny sandwiches, please. Yes. But... I'll try grilled cheese. <laughs> On a real note, we're up against a very powerful man-child. Somebody did us very wrong. We might be all feeling emotions, but doesn't make us any less human or elf or cat. Sorry. I beg your word. pardon? Uh, um, uh, very nice, nice feline. I think it's time for the grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> okay. And I think Seconded. on that note, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, so if you guys will hang around for just a minute, we are going to pop the break and we'll be back. Um, when we come back, I'm not going to put time on it. Who cares? We'll be fine. Uh, so we'll come back when we come back. Just stick around. Go make yourself a grilled cheese. Go make yourself a grilled cheese. Oh, God, that sounds so good. Okay. Jesse, are you okay? We're all unloading yeah. on you. Bless no. you, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, we love you. Love you. We love you. Silas. <laughs> Jesse is fine. Jesse Silas is fine. Silas is fine. Okay, Silas guys. Silas is uh, in his feelings for, for sure. We'll be back in a few Aww. minutes. Okay. I made. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, so we ended with, uh, a little bit of grilled cheese <laughs> to, to make the torture go down easier. <laughs> oh, woo. D and D everyone. Um, so is there anything else that needs to happen role play wise in this little break? Um, yes. <clears throat> um, the next morning. Uh, Perdita will find a letter at her door. Um, and when she opens it, it says, Perdita, um, I understand how you feel and I respect it. And while you never again 
have to call me Lord. I hope that I can always call you a friend. Silas. And that's all it says. Billy Dover eats the letter. And she nods. And she puts it with her things. She puts her she puts it far away into her things. And when she goes to breakfast and she's getting something to eat and being sure that the Gox has something, and Silas walks in, she looks at him eyeball to eyeball, very straight and clear, and says, Good morning, Silas. You missed it last night. We had grilled cheeses. Would you like one for your breakfast? Silas looks at the mouse, um, at Arrow, and says, um, does the mouse wash his hands? Does a mouse wash its hands? Arrow, do you wash your hands? Yeah, I'm not an animal. Give me two. You want a little mustard on there? It's really good that way. Sure. And they go about their business fixing breakfast and eating uh, it together. Silas, make a, as you bite into the sandwich, Silas, make a perception check. Oh, no. <laughs> two. Oh. Okay. What you don't see is uh, after he's done, uh, you know, making the sandwiches, uh, Arrow goes to wash his hands again, which he does by just spitting into his paws and rubbing them together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, jokes on you. Everybody's been eating them. <laughs> Everybody's been eating them. So, uh, anyway, um, okay. So, uh, anything else before we jump into what is next? I think we've had plenty of emotions. Let's get down to business. Okay. So the next to thing defeat that needs, yeah the, <laughs> to defeat the regent. <laughs> <laughs> did you send me mouses <laughs> um anyway oh, so we have uh, i believe we've got two weeks left you guys have already taken your domain actions this round um and the uh opponents have taken theirs um i i can't remember what you guys did because it's been so long um i think you tried to raise Oh, somebody did the uh, the special ability, right? Uh, the the blacksmith thing. Yeah, yes. volunteer the volunteer. Somebody did the operations test for the volunteer blacksmith. I don't remember who it was and was successful. So it was Anna. Okay, it was Anna. So next round, you would the last week, which you'll have, you know, when we do this next thing, you probably want to try to raise those levies, uh, and they'll be heavy equipped when you raise them. You can raise two, I think, per one action, which is fine because uh, you can raise them quicker than other units. Um, but we still have, so there's two weeks left in terms of, you already done the, the, the unit organization stuff, but you have to decide your last two, uh, you know, the first one of your last two little, uh, party adventures. So, uh, if you check out the intelligence report, you will see that you have, uh, unless you guys want to go off book and try something different, um, you guys have... The Orchid Court or attempting to sabotage the Star Chamber, I believe, are the last things that you have not done. So. 
I can't look at the report because I just had my computer ditch oh. roll 20 and I'm getting back into it. Okay. Did uh, Twilight said that she was from the Orchid Court, didn't she? She did say that. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Oh, we have a way in. I'm fine with whatever. I, yeah, I mean, you you might intuit that given that Silas, or given that Twilight was in jail in Bedegar Keep, perhaps she might not be the most welcome person at the Orchid Court. But you're welcome to go ask her about that. Ask her, Anna. Ask her. Don't tell me what to do. So I'm just going to copy and paste the intelligence report into the chat for everyone. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> so the Orchid Court, all of Bedegar was once a mighty forest ruled by wood elves. They can still be found in the woad of the Orchid Court in northwest Bedegar. A few elf archers would be worth a whole unit of soldiers. Here's a summary intelligence. The court's almost certainly located near areas of natural purity, such as pristine waters or particularly ancient woods. You should be able to find their general location if you travel into the forest. Finding the elves is not the challenge. The elves are likely to find you first. The tough part is negotiating. It's been several human lifetimes since elves dealt, uh, since elves and humans held an alliance. While the details have faded from memory, the last treaty was broken by humans. Go figure. The elves of the Orchid Court are mercur <laughs> mercurial. Their temperament naturally changing with the seasons. While they were chaotic in spring and joyful in summer, in autumn they turned to quiet contemplation and melancholy. What season? Is it summer right now? We're going it is. into yeah, summer. You're, you're like in, I guess I said midsummer earlier, but it's actually like early summer. It's like in the winter, late spring into early summer when the campaign was kicking up. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we could catch him in a good mood then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think in the or, yeah, true. I think Twilight said that they were not so like good. she said they, were, they weren't like good people or they were like she said they were close minded and insular. Yeah. So insular what does you that know, mean? Insular basically meaning like they keep to themselves and they don't like outsiders. And close-minded, mm. meaning they're probably kind of set in their ways. Neither of which necessarily is a deal breaker, but just means that, like, if she was a person who didn't fit the mold per se, that that might have caused some tensions and led to her leaving. So, I don't think you necessarily know a lot of details on that, but that might be like a, you know. So, and then of course there's the Star Chamber. Um, which is uh, Lord Saxton and his goons sort of secret headquarters where they do crazy magic stuff. Uh, the Knights of the Three Roses. It is their temple sanctuary and mystic source of power. They closely guard the rituals they conduct here. A successful inf infiltrator might find powerful items, but beware the likely otherworldly threats. Hmm. Well, that sounds fun, though. We don't really have any kind of insights on that, though. Bit of a mystery. But it, if we get in and out of there, it would definitely 
we could cause some kind of disruption. Mm -hmm. Oh, we don't have ourselves now. We ha so we have two weeks. Yeah, I think we can be talking kind of out of character unless you guys want okay. to jump into RP about any of this. I think that's so dangerous. Obviously, it would be helpful if we could do it, but it's so dangerous to hurt us. We, Yes, we could hurt them, but boy, could we hurt ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, but sure. I kind of want to do it. <laughs> well, if we were going to hurt ourselves, wouldn't it be best to do it now <clears throat> and then have a week to recover? In case we screw up, or that's, that's fair. Yeah. Not a bad idea. We, yeah. Or do we say save the best for last, or the most dangerous for last, and no. risk that? No, I no. I like a recovery period. Yeah, we're gonna go for it. But what would be? What are our pros and cons for both? You know. Well. If we go to the Orchid Court, there is a chance that we could recruit elven archers if things go well, Continue which means archers. our army gets a little bit stronger. We have a specialty unit that we can call on for the final battle. It also mm -hmm. would likely deny um, Lord Saxton the ability to bring them onto his side. So it's kind of a uh, it, it's worth twice as much in the, right. in the final fight by mm -hmm. denying him something and potentially giving us that thing. That, that's the benefit of the Orchid Court. The Star okay. Chamber sounds like we could pilfer this place for some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Um, it's going to be dangerous. We might even be able to knock out some of the lieutenants who almost definitely are going to be commanding some of the units and and are going to be giving those units certain benefits from their leadership mm -hmm. and if we can remove them from the equation it will make their army a little bit less organized or potentially less dangerous on the whole okay also we might not have to fight them in the final fight between us and the captains mm -hmm. um Okay. What do you guys so, say? Archers. Really sabotage. This, I really want to sabotage. I can't stand it. I know you're Count, playing Count it. Black Hand's got some anger issues. Sabotage. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I certainly don't think that uh, in-game Saxon would expect it. I mean, he probably thinks this is sacred territory. It might even not be that well protected only because they Arrogance. wouldn't think we could be stupid enough to mess with it. They thought wrong. <laughs> it's no. so stupid, it's not. <laughs> kind of, yeah. So what I'm well, hearing... I mean, there's two weeks left and two things, so we're going to do both of the things, right? Or try to? Because yeah. nobody has come up with any yeah. other idea. The DM always says, or you can do something else. But we don't really have anything else unless, you know, Silas wants to go out and brand a few more people. So, <laughs> stupid, hey, take the brand. There's, time. there's still time. Shots fired. Yeah, take the B with you. Maybe we could, you know. I got all the time in the world. Oh, I'm training on time stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So what yeah, I, was... I mean, I just kind of, like when I say that, I just want to let you guys know, like this, the, the adventure has like some preset stuff, but you can get mm -hmm. creative and decide to like attempt some wacky stuff. And I'd be down to figure yeah. out how to do that. Right. Of course. Um, yeah. 
But you also have these sort of preset things that you can go do that the adventure sort of suggests. So Which we've been having a whole a grand time yeah. with in the role play. Yeah. You know, we're being so creative there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we have time for both, then we could heal up if the sabotage goes awry. Okay, who votes? I'm, who votes? Star Chamber. That's unanimous. <laughs> all right, let's fuck shit up. I guess Silas is still our lord after all. But okay. you're right. If we're going to do this, we should go ahead and do it. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, Roz uh, would like to speak with Solomon. Alrighty. Solomon, you are of an order of knighthood. Is this true? Technically, technically not. And what I mean by that is I was trained by another paladin, but I do not technically have a brotherhood standing behind me. Oh, but Solomon, you do. We all do. For now we are the Court of Ren. And perhaps... We can be the Knights of Rand as well. And if anything should counter the Knights of the Roses, perhaps a replacement, something that the people can see as fighting for them. Do you have any suggestions? Well, first things first is uh, he kind of stops for a little bit and then he goes, yeah, I got a couple of suggestions. First, we need to tip public opinion over into our order, which shouldn't be too difficult to do. I've uh, been uh, working a little bit to the south and uh, might have a little bit of pull there. Is there anything you think you might be able to do? I shall do what I do best and boast loudly in song. I wouldn't have it any other way. So is this is this the formation of the Knights of Rend? Uh, Roz is going to look to Count Silas of Blackhand. I believe we need royalty tonight. Uh, those who are worthy of an order. What say you, Count? And perhaps Edmund himself would like to speak on the matter. Um, is Edmund in the room? He certainly can be. Okay. Um, I turn to Edmund and say, it's usually up to you. Hmm. You would... You would swear to me, then. 
as long as you fight for the people, your blade or my blade is yours. Roz draws her scimitar <clears throat> and takes a knee next to Solomon. For as long as you foster friendship and alliances with those worthy, my blade is yours. Well, if this is what you wish, then I suppose I accept. And he takes his uh, blade out, which I believe it's the blade that Silas gave him. Is that right? Uh, and he gently touches the shoulders. Um, and knights you. You may now, I suppose, call yourselves Sir Roz and Sir Solomon. <laughs> Would it be Dame Roz? I don't know. I mean, people do it different ways, right? So, um, uh, it's you are up to free, Roz, but you are free yeah. to call yourself uh, Dame, Sir, or Lady, I suppose, in whichever, whatever moniker Roz feels is appropriate. Because um, I know there are some, some like, you know, female knights who go by Sir uh, and some who pick other things. So, I, you know, I, I don't know what Roz this culture would be. I think it's up to you guys. It, I am Ferusia. It is the knighthood of my people. Sorry, what were you saying, Perdita? Oh, I was going to say, if Ross said lady, Perdita was going to object. <laughs> I see. Um, yeah, okay. Sure. And for the first time, Solomon stands to his feet and he has a wicked grin on his face and he says... Saxton's gonna have hell to pay. Then it is declared. We go to war. We shall destroy the star chamber. And Roz raises her scimitar high. Rapier meets it. Solomon's gonna match it with the great sword. For Rend, for Edmund. For Bedegar! Okay. Uh, and I think from that scene, we cut to our on-the-road montage um, where you guys are headed for uh, headed for Bedegar City. Uh, you've talked to Zoli Hun Zola Honeycutt, who still has some uh, thieves there who should be able to help you find ways to uh, hide from Saxton. It's a big city, and given that it's been long enough since you guys were there doing the jailbreak stuff, um, it's not going to be like you'd have to make a big ruckus and get in trouble with the guards, you know. So as long as you're careful, they can't possibly like really track you very well, if that makes sense. Um. So. Um. Yeah, so you can easily reach the city. It takes a couple of days to get there. Um, and uh, you can re-enter the city undetected. So as you move through the uh, the gates, you can see that with the um, 
mobilization. If you remember the first time, you kind of had to like sneak in and out of the gates and stuff like that. This time, they like really aren't even checking people uh, because it's clear that they're like the forces are stretched kind of thins with with the war effort and the mobilization. They just don't have the manpower to, uh, you know, check every single traveler coming in and out of the gates uh, as they were when you guys were on the run. Um, so you re-enter the city. You can see the mobilization is in full force here. Uh, you can see numerous units of Saxton's army sort of like assembling on various streets and, you know, boulevards and things doing um, drills and inspe excuse me, inspections and things like that. Um, but they mostly don't pay attention to you. Um, you know, they're no, not really on the lookout. Uh, it seems like he doesn't expect you guys to be rolling up back in here. Um, so what is your plan? What would you like to do? You know the location of this place, um, but how do you plan to, you know, um, approach it? Um, we're not going to have a lot of time to fully get through the whole area, but I would like to get the sense. Are you going to like establish a base of operation somewhere in case the joint? Are you going to ask around town? Are you just going to like wing it and go there right off uh, so that you don't have an opportunity to get caught by anybody? Like, I just want to get a sense of like what you guys want to do in terms of how you want to approach this uh sort of headquarters of these of these knights what time of day is it it's mm, a great question i'll have to do some math about it uh okay you're 84 miles from rend to Betagar keep you can move what like 24 miles a day uh, it's probably heading towards sundown, I would think, on the, on the, uh, like, third or fourth day since you set out from, uh, Castle Rend. Um, I am going to, um, kind of, we're, on, are we on horseback or did we walk? Um, you probably would have access to horses if you want, yeah. Okay, I'm going to kind of, uh, lead my horse next to Shanty. Um, and ask, um, once the sun goes down, I'll have the ability to be a bat. What do you say to you and I scouting ahead and doing a once over of the area and then reporting back, hopefully getting a good view and perhaps if we're lucky, finding a place to maybe camp the night and plan. Absolutely. Seems wise. Okay. Um, and if anybody wants to join in on that, with um, I could probably spend either a polymorph or a lot of you guys are super stealthy. So I'm happy what? for any help. I feel like that Perdita would have just shared that uh, she... You know, she has she worked at the in the tavern, the whatever, where she first ever met Elster. That was in this city, right, Pixel? I'm sorry, the the place you first met Elster was not in Bedigar. No, it was in Black. But didn't Bottom. I work in a tavern in Bedigar or did I, that was No, you worked else. in Black Bottom. Okay, never mind. Which is far Never to mind. Then uh, I don't know anybody locally. Do we have anybody we trust locally? Wait a minute, what about um that wizard, you know, that sent Tace? us off to in the siege yeah. of Castle Rand. So, so the wizard Tace had a tower here, but has been, you think, probably in um, 
Dalrath for some time. They had some issues that were going on before. Okay. Um, basically, Taste being out of town. Like, shortly after you guys left um, to deal with the thing, Taste uh, went to Darth and hasn't come back because he's not particularly welcome, uh, given that he was the old Baron's um, wizard. It's sort of like he left town before uh, Saxon could consolidate his hold enough to come after him, more or less, and okay. hasn't been back since. Um, but if you guys want to make, I'm going to say if you guys, uh, as a freebie, want to make a domain um, <laughs> espionage test to see if you can have any, any like, members of your sort of retinue or your, any, like, any clock members who are highly placed enough to have, like, a tavern or something that you guys can say at, um, I, I think that's fair. Okay, how would we do that? Well, uh, it's a D20 plus your uh, espionage is plus two. Um, so that is your. So if you want to roll a D20 plus two uh, and we'll say. Are we all doing it and getting the average or is. No, it's just like one person. And um, okay. you do I'd have. I'd say the, ro the rogue yeah. rolls it. Yeah. For luck. is the spy master. Sure. That's she right. Do it. For luck. So it's, uh, it is going to be a DC eight. It's not a tough check. Um, Pixel, remind me to ask you something about. Um, okay, that okay, is not the right check. That's I. That, so you. What you, did I not do? Perception. Well, I didn't ask you for a perception check. I asked you for an espionage check. Uh, oh, so just I roll see, a d20. I thought you said that will be perception. Oh, okay. no. Just roll a d20 plus 2. 8 Did plus 2 it? is 10, which is higher than 8. So that does make the check. Nice. I misunderstood you, That's Pixel. Okay. I'm sorry. I, sometimes I mumble. Um, okay, yeah. So you, uh, you find uh, that you uh, know the owner of the Maiden and the Flask. Uh, who is with the clock and will help you out. I will suggest that. Suggest we go there. Uh, also, I think they have uh, stables where we can stable our horses. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we, we head up. Uh, what, was the, what was the password for the clock again? Because they ask, do you have the time? And then they respond with. Oh, that's a great something. question. Uh, bam. Let's see. Well, I guess what Silas will do then is once we get into the bar and we spot her, I will. I will say, do you have the time? Okay. Um, God, I actually don't know. I'm sure that that is in here, but I 100%. If somebody it's not in the intelligence report. Yeah, if somebody is uh <laughs> trouble comes to rend, Albert attack, turning a force, movies uh, Yeah, I'm sure there is a thing, but I for sure don't remember what it is. That's okay. <laughs> we say the thing and she says it back. That's all right. Yeah, you do the pass <laughs> the key thing. I'm I'm embarrassed that I can't remember that, but it's been so long, so Yeah. Um Yeah, so uh you um you enter this uh, keep and you discover uh, this woman. She sort of has a short red mohawk um, and green eyes. 
Uh, she's pretty short. <laughs> she's like barely five feet tall. Um, and she is a half elf woman uh, who looks relatively young. Uh, who and so you enter and you sort of pass off this uh, passphrase, and she hands you a key. Uh, you would know this is uh, Enwenen Aldeville. Um, we'll put that in chat for folks. Uh, and she, yeah, she hands you like a key, a specific one, and tells you like which room is kind of the one that's like, it, there's sort of like a block of rooms and then there's like one room that's sort of far away from the others. Uh, and she sends you to that one. Uh, and it it's a nice little suite. It has, you know, a couple of beds and like a little table um, where you guys can like take private meals and have meetings and stuff. Um, it is, it is like a modest and it's not like super fancy, but it's not like, uh, you know, real shitty either. It's kind of in the middle of the road. Windows open, like slide open. Uh, yeah. I mean, they open or close if you want to move. Okay. I just want to make sure. You know? Um, and it's probably at this point, the sun has probably gone down, right? Uh, by now, yeah, because you would have had you got here when the, the sun was kind of going down, and uh, by the time you get here and and get settled in the room and everything, it's probably nighttime. Yeah. Okay, um, I'll turn to the group and say, um, Shanty and I might scout ahead tonight, try to get a look at what's going on. Um, if anybody else wants to do anything, let me know. Let us know. That way, we always know where everybody is. Uh, however. Um, I think that's the plan for now. Sounds um, good. Get and then with, with that, I am going to use the cape. What is it? The cloak of the bat to be a bat. Okay. Blah. Blah. I will also go bat. Cool. Cool. Um, I think Perdita's just going to hang out in the tavern downstairs with a long, slow drink and uh, see what she hears. There you go. Okie dokie. Okay, so the plan is um that uh what silas and uh shanty are gonna go check out the um the star chamber and kind of keep tabs on it was anyone else gonna, going along with that plan do Sorry. a fly we're gonna do a flyby, a flyby. Um, mm -hmm. probably not get super close but try to see what we can see um yeah yeah okay okay um So, uh, and then, uh, sorry. Um, oh, okay. I'm, my computer's doing weird things. Okay. So, um, Perdita is, uh, uh, just hanging out there. What is everyone else doing? Solomon and Roz and Anna. What are you guys doing? Uh, Roz is going to accompany Perdita at the bar um, and get into a very heated argument with um, uh, whoever's taking her order. No, you don't understand. It is not a type of cheese. It is cheese and you grill it. 
And I would like one, please. Solomon's Solomon's probably going to be at a table across from Ross, just chuckling a little bit at the display. I will pay you extra. (laughs) Okay. Very good. Uh, Perdita is going to act as though she has never seen this guy, this uh, cat, cat in her Uh life before. I can't believe it. I thought we were sisters. (laughs) Uh, Okay. And what about you, Anna? What's your plan? Uh, Anna will also be hanging out with Perdita Roz and them. And she's holding up uh, Arrow. And she's like, he can do it. I swear to God. Put him on top of the cook's head. <laughs> we ratatouilleing this. <laughs> no, but if I'm on top of the cook's head, then I won't be on top of the, the jam anymore, and then I won't be able to talk or do the smart stuff anymore. So, can you balance a gem and a mouse on your head? Yes or no? Ugh. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest with you, I'm a little drunk, so I don't, I don't have great balance. Also, I kind of did some coke earlier, so I'm a little keyed up, and this whole conversation <laughs> is uh, really winging me out, man. Why can your rat talk? Typical back of house, man. <laughs> yeah, listen, I've worked in restaurants. I know what it's like back Literally. there. Uh, okay, so um, I have the wrong music playing. You all uh, make your way. As you guys are sort of hanging out, we're going to do the uh, casing the joint first. Um, so. Uh, you, yeah, you make your way to the star chamber. Uh, it is this. Um, rather large building uh, in the shape of a star. You can tell it has multiple floors. Um, and you can tell that uh, it is pretty heavily defended. Um, it's probably not a place, like just looking at it at a glance, you can tell it's probably not a, fl- a place that you can take in just like a full-on frontal assault. Uh, just like kick down the door and kick everyone's ass is probably not going to really work here. Um, you do see... That there are like some windows on the second floor. You might be able to climb up there. Uh, it's a, it'd be a tough climb, uh, but you know that may be an option to skip some of the like if you don't want to run into shit on the first floor trying to get to the second. Um, um, Perdita and Roz just have a climbing speed, do they not? Yep, we do. Yeah. Right, so they don't even check for that. They just climb. And yeah, that would be pretty easy check, for them. So, but it's you know yeah. it is. Looking just, at it, I'll just sort of tell you mechanically a few things. Mm-hmm. It's about 15 feet above the ground, but there, unless you have equipment, it's going to be like a DC 15 uh, athletics check, and then you someone may need to unlock the shutters, although, you know, they're just wooden shutters, so. Uh, and also, you'd need to climb it without being seen, so... Uh, you'd have to make a pretty tough stealth check because people are kind of, you know, people come by all the time. There's patrols and stuff. It would be a pretty tough stealth check, too. Uh, but there's also, you know, you could find other ways uh, in there. Um, we just lit the building on fire. Cooking book. Probably is not. I think it's stone. It's not really flammable in that way. 
right. um, unfortunately, the easy answer doesn't really uh, pan out that way. Uh, but yeah, you can watch the place. You get the sense that you'll need to employ some amount of subterfuge, although as always, eventually you're going to fail a check and, and shit will pop off at that point. So you should just go in prepared for that. But well, wasn't there something about goods and supplies being delivered and stuff? Yeah. So uh, you guys who are at there probably is some information in the uh, in the intelligence report. But if you want to get more information about that. Uh, you folks at the tavern are in actually pretty good shape to do that. Um, so from the intelligence report, very few outsiders are allowed in the building. The knights frequently purchase supplies for their rituals from a guild of arcanists and herbalists known for wearing cowled green robes. Just, these are the same robes that we use to break into the prison. Are the turtles still in them? Um, the turtles. No, we were priests with the turtles. Yeah, the um, the robes. Let's look at this. Um, well, it also says the Bedegar prison also periodically. Yeah, so prisoners. these were uh, robes of of priests of Saint Verona. I don't think they would be the same robes. Uh, you would have to to acquire new ones. But there's probably like packs, like bags, where something critter shaped could go inside. I mean, if if you want to put the turtles in the new robes, I'm sure you could manage. No, 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 no. I I meant if someone were to have a wild shape and could go into a bag that is being rolled into the place. Ah. Yeah, possibly. Um. So. Uh, but yeah, so those of you who are at the, that's really kind of all you can tell from the outside is I'm going to say is that you have a possible means of getting in there. If you climb to the second story, although it's a tough check, somebody may get seen and you either have to unlock or bust into the windows. Um, or you can try and sneak or lie your way through the actual place. Um, mm -hmm. you know, but you, you can't from here, you guys as bats can't from here see what's going on in there necessarily. So it's like a. You know what the situation is if you try to go around the outside of it, right? But, like, what's inside, hard to tell from here. You guys, did, okay. go ahead. Did they see, uh, did they see any of this, these, like, um, prisoner caravans going in or out of the star chamber? I don't think so right now. Um, and we're coming up on the end of the session. So what I think I want to do, actually... Uh, you know what? No, we're just going to call it here. So uh, you, we're just, I, I think we'll um, go ahead. I know it's not like the most dramatic place to stop, but uh, we are going to go ahead and call the session here. So the current situation is this. Silas and Shanty are bats hanging out in Bedegar, keeping an eye on the star chamber, doing a flyby, seeing what they see. Everybody else is in the uh, inn. Uh, we have Roz and Arrow and Enna attempting to teach the the somewhat uh, drunk and coked out kitchen staff how to make a grilled cheese. We have Perdita pretending she's never met any of these people. And so, excuse me, and Solomon looking on uh, in amuse amusement. And that is where we're going to call our session for today. Let me tell a tale. Of a world where heroes walk among us Fighting through the darkness left by monsters
and by selfish men, a tale of glory.